Hey everybody, this is Smashing Game Time. Welcome back, welcome back. We are three brothers who talk about the release windows of gaming's yesteryear. I am Nick, I am your host Nick. Down to my bottom left is one of our wonderful co-hosts. That is Jacob, a.k.a. Jakey. A.k.a. Boy, a.k.a. Kaufman. Yeah. Hey, Jake. Keyword there is boy. 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 Not with an I. I'm not a piece of shit. And then to my left is his twin. Yes, if you didn't know it, they are twins. They don't look it, but they are twins. His name is Josh. He's also been called Joshua. He's always been called Boy. Hey, Josh. A fun fact for Nick, he ate his twin. So that's why he looks oh, 10 times no. heavier. You know, this, no, the public knows. This is some horse shit. This has been <laughs> a running gag. Secret's out. I never ate any motherfuckers. I am not army hammer. Well, yeah, I don't you, you eat ate, people. You, you ate the evidence, so no one can prove you. That you did motherfucker so. this is gonna be this is gonna be some malignant shit where like one day some motherfucker's gonna do the wrong thing my malignant twin who's like attached to my scrotum is gonna wake up and he's just gonna start slashing motherfuckers you don't even know what malignant means i'll look it up i'll look it up after the show <laughs> hey everybody we are doing 2011 q1 today that's right 2011 what a year it was you remember 2011 don't you i hardly do <laughs> there was, I just, don't. There what was, is 2011? And then, and then later on, uh, we're going to be doing a quiz. I don't know what the quiz is about. Josh made it, so it is going to be a super surprise quiz. Josh, can we have a preview of what the quiz is? Uh, I hope you know your early 2011s. Motherfucker, I don't. You know, I, I don't, don't know anything. Okay, guys, it's going to be based on what we're talking about today. So hopefully, you did your homework. How about that? Oh God, no, I don't so pay attention to anything. I'm just fucked. here. I'm so fucked. So then. Before we get before we get into it, though, uh, just a reminder: we are a Trident Network podcast, a great family of podcasts. Check them out if you haven't. Great folks, great to be a part of them. Also, we are available anywhere that you get your podcast. Like and review us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We could use some more of those. Leave five stars. If you leave four, I'll think that you got confused. But we do appreciate all the stars that we get. Guys, it's been a long two weeks. We took last week off because. July 4th holiday, and we just couldn't line it up. What's everybody been up to? Well, now that you ask, I've been dying for you to ask me this, but starting a new job. There's that. It's going. It's, I work remote, so that's cool. You know, I'm home you work all a remote? the time now. I work remote. Um, good news. Big news that came out today, actually. Multiverses. Open beta comes out the 26th, so that's awesome. Everyone's been dying to play that. Um, just TFT and Brawlhalla, that's all I got. I love that the Brawlhalla scum are going to multiverses. They are. A lot of it, it's kind of annoying. The Brawlhalla trash is like, we are annoyed with our game. Let's go play another game that's probably that we're probably going to bitch about that isn't balanced well, at all. What, well, what what's going on is that like they announced that $100,000 tournament over in Vegas... Uh, later in August, I think it's going to be at Evo, and the game isn't even out yet. And people are like, "Oh shit, we need to get on top of this." That's how you get them excited. Uh, and the top 32 teams come home with cash. Like I think 32 come home with like 2,700 dollars. I'm thinking we need to start practicing. I like to come home with some money. I'll main Shaggy. I will main Shaggy. You guys, main whoever else, whatever the other OP characters are right now. Uh, Jake. Oh, Velma. Vel is Velma, Velma OP? Is, 
very op very op like she's a great support <laughs> wait are, is she gonna get banned though before the tourney no she's not a fan she's not gonna get well i'm saying is she going to be not is she no no like the only game the only fighting game i've ever seen someone like ban a character was uh meta knight in super smash brothers he was but oh, that was brawl wasn't it yes yeah but he was dirty in brawl like his movement yeah, like he was very was be- fluid and that was before they could like patch things well no they could patch at that time they were just very lazy but it was nintendo they're like patch things patch it you're lucky yeah. that you have a fucking tournament, you bitches. Shut the fuck they, up. They they contemplated ruining bat, uh, patching up in the, the Switch. They're like, no, nah, no, nah, we got to stay at least somewhat modern with everybody. So we, I guess we'll make a couple patches, which really it's, we're not going to let you play your game for 30 minutes as you sit there twiddle your thumbs and we're not going to actually do anything. So Smash and Brahola players are all migrating towards multiverse. Well, it's because, yeah, it's because Nintendo's like the, the, esports side of it. No, we don't well, do that no, shit. Get the yeah, fuck out of here. Okay, so there was a tournament recently and uh, a well-known character, well-known pro player named Hungrybox. Great name. Jiggly Buff. Um, he placed, I think, fifth or whatever in a tournament recently and it was only paid 75 bucks. <laughs> Oof. You know? Yeah, he's like, I need a new game. This is horseshit. You know, they say if you're not starting, you're not playing Smash Brothers professionally. And like he doesn't really need the the esport. He like he's already popular on Twitch and YouTube yeah. and all that stuff. So yeah, he doesn't really gonna... need to play competitively. Yeah, but if you're gonna spend money to go to a tournament and then only make seventy five bucks, yeah, fuck that. I'm gonna go play something well, else. He's probably not spending a dime going to a tournament. It's his his organization that's paying for it. And then they okay, get... if I was his or... if I was his organization, guess what? You're gonna learn a new game, motherfucker. You we need money. Yeah, they see those winnings. They're like, uh, hey, dude, you need to play another fucking game. The Smash Brothers shit ain't cutting it. It's cute. So, like, a lot of people are going to this tournament. Hell, even Sonic Fox. Sonic Fox is going to this tournament. And he's known for picking up any fighting game and being fucking good at it. He was the guy, if I remember correctly, is he the one who played, like, Street Fighter 4 for, like, only, like, a month and, like, won one of their major tournaments? I'm not sure if he played Street Fighter, but I know he played Mortal Kombat and Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I just his name sounds familiar. I think I saw like a, a documentary talking about fighting games, and it just brought him up. And they talked about how he played one game for like not even a month and came in and like won a major tournament. So what makes him stand out is that he's a furry. <laughs> I'm sold. Here, the truth had to come out. He's a furry <laughs> and he's bisexual. So like he's like he's got the whole combination of everything. You had and me at furry. You had me at furry. So he plays in his persona. So he has played like with the helmet on or whatever, but he's usually when he goes to places, if he doesn't have his whole get up, he's got like the, the fox ears and a tail. But yeah, <laughs> and he, he he's he's fucking good at games. I uh I was running a marathon. I'm pretty sure I got passed by a furry one time. It was infuriating. God, not I'm out. <laughs> Josh, what have you been up to? Dude, I've been working, and I've been working. And I've been working, and I actually have been playing Escape from Tarkov since they wiped. See, like, the, religiously. I have an issue with Tarkov, because everyone, everyone who talks about it, like, sings praise on it. It's, it's, it's not 1.0 yet, is it? No, it's, it's never going to be out of beta. And like, even, even on the title screen, it still says beta testing. So everyone, like, high praise for it. They love it. Good, like, 
I'm glad you guys are getting your forty dollars worth. Uh, but 120 or something. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, after after everything. <laughs> but like, what's the point when all your shit is constantly getting wiped? Like, what are you keeping? Are there skins? Like, what is no. yours? What well, is okay, what so is what, yours? The experience. Out. Same could be said with Rust, though, if you think about it. But that should. Hey, be, like, I love wipes. Rust, but but see, it's... that's what I'm saying, though. It could it could be it can be asked the same question. So the game, it's basically love to hate. You love to hate it. It's a double edged sword. Yes, and honestly. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. At this point, I've I've gotten my money's worth out of it. It's definitely it's never it's never gonna finish. And if it does, by the time it does truly finish, they'll already have a new game out. Or not that well, they probably will because they're working on the arena stuff. But there will be a new game out that will surpass it, and no one will ever talk about Tarkov again until it's like, man, remember Tarkov? Remember how we spent like one hundred and twenty dollars in End of Darkness edition to get all this extra pre order stuff, and now we don't get anything extra except for our uh, inventory maxed out at the beginning. It's the fact that they, they wipe everything constantly. And that you know what that sequel would be called? So like they'd be 1.0ing Escape from Tarkov right as they're starting to work on getting back into Tarkov. We have to go back to Car- Tarkov, Kate. We have to go back. Well, so there's already a competitive game coming out. It's called uh, Marauder. They just had their uh, big, I guess technically it's beta, big beta testing a couple months ago. And it's honestly, it's a space. Like, what would happen if we were in space during like the end of World War Two into Cold War type situations? And it's a lot of fun. like I when I played it, I couldn't stop playing it. I was so upset when it ended. It was so good. I think I saw Shroud playing that. I think there was like a lot of people. Playing what, it. Like obviously it's a beta game, so like there were some issues with it. But compared to what I've dealt with with Escape from Tarkov, it was really good. I highly recommend if you do not know what I'm talking about, looking up. It looks really good. It plays really good so far. So I understand that there's missions and stuff on Tarkov, but quest, is yes. there, yeah, is there a way you can? Is there like a time where there's no more quests? Like you, you beat the game? Oh yeah, no, there's there's like so the end game for mo- like majority of uh, the community is getting the God. I forget the name of it now. It's like the last what they call secure containers, which means you can put items in there and you won't lose them if you die. But uh, it's also known as putting it in your ass. Because <laughs> that's, that's literally what you're doing. You're literally shoving these items in your ass. They've gotten better about uh, limiting items. Like, you can't put, like, certain magazines. You can't put guns. can't put armor or anything like that. But the end game really it's is... a wide you know, asshole. You this... could. Yeah. But there's some questions that are really difficult. Like, my least favorite one is uh, Shooter Board in Heaven. You have to play every single map, and you have to get, like, a certain amount of kills from, like... A certain dist- sorry, certain amount of headshot kills from a certain distance. It is difficult. It's not like a super hard, like, you'll never get it done. It's just a very long task. It requires you to be patient and to try over and over again. I'm still waiting for you guys to actually escape Tarkov. I don't think it's going to happen. It never I happens. You build, I mean, literally, you literally, the game is called Escape from Tarkov, and you build a hideout in Tarkov. Like, it's... <laughs> I don't think they're getting out of Tarkov. I think they're there to stay. It's a horror game. It's a scary game. That's all I know. <laughs> oh, it can be very scary. I can't tell how many times like a scab or somebody just peered right next to me and scared the shit out of me. Anything else, Josh? Working on reviews. I'm trying to help Mark with the back backlog. So backlog's getting pretty crazy, and there's a bunch of lazy shits on the team, myself included. Well, you have an excuse. I've just been knocking them out two at a time, and I actually own two of them. I actually owed them one yesterday, or two days ago, and one today. But I'm like, dude. I'm gonna get it to you before the end of the week, but I don't I don't know anymore. It's just it's too much. 
I got to get my up at noon review to him. I got through the first four worlds. Like, I'm kind of like, I think I've seen it all. I think I can sit down and write this review. But I kind of like, because there are five more worlds, and I think there's enough variation where, like, like I'm kind of feeling like I at least have to get to the halfway point. No, that makes sense. But I'm close. I'm close. Uh, so, up, yeah, I've been playing up at noon. Uh, I was just checking my Game Pass app to, like, remind myself what I played. And they just added Power Wash Simulator. I already have it. Oh, my God. I might have to play that. Uh, I also saw they added Escape Academy, which is the new... Uh, no, that's one you were talking about the other day. Yeah, it's the... You are at a college. The college is basically a college for escape rooms. It's just a bunch of escape rooms, so I think I'm going to try that out. But uh, I did play Infernax the other night, the one that you it's, reviewed. The, the it's review, fun, isn't it? Your review that popped off, and it's actually pretty fun. I didn't realize it was going to be as open world as it was. I, I wasn't expecting it either. It just it reminds me of like a very like early Castlevania. I played a and there are side quests and I played a side quest where I had to clear out a an, a boss enemy in a barn and he was the kind of enemy that like summons zombies and like it's very difficult because he keeps summoning them and he like stays back but you basically have to clear the horde in front of you to try and get to him before he disappears and mm-hmm. the whole time I'm fighting him I'm like this is gonna become a common enemy isn't it I just I have a feeling. This is going to be annoying. So I played the, I played like the first 40 minutes of that. I still need to chase down that beast that breaks through the gate. Like I'm still working on chasing him down, but I think I accidentally went into a dungeon. I wasn't supposed to early, but it's you you climbed when you got down past the bridge or you climbed up and went into the the first dungeon. Yeah, and it's it's letting me like normally there'd be like some progress issues like there'd be a jump you couldn't make or there'd be like a wall you couldn't break, but it's just let, I'm just still going, and I'm like you I'm can gonna... go. Yeah, you can go in there to a certain extent. I think actually you can clear that whole first dungeon and move on to the next one. So like each dungeon unlocks basically a new ability, and that one I think you don't need anything extra to get through. So I've been I've been playing that. I also uh, booted up La Noir uh, two two nights ago and played through. I think I played through the first because uh, you go you rise up the ranks and get on different beats. I think I beat the first beat and now i'm part of the t- the traffic squad we do traffic crime car crime here we come we're gonna get you fuckers uh game still looks great i'm very bad at reading these video game characters and knowing when to doubt them but it's it feels like la well on my recent trip to la like the reason i booted it up i wanted to, to compare it i wanted to see now that i've been there would i know like if i'm on this street would i be like oh my god i was on that street it hasn't happened yet, but I'm waiting for it to happen. Well, I mean, what, 70-year difference? Yeah, but you know what? Street Concrete doesn't change, Josh. Concrete stays. The, the concrete in this city's been bad for years, kid. Stick with me. Uh, that one of the lines? No, that was, that was, that was a Nick Kaufman original. Oh, also played Last Call BBS. That is a, um, what is that, Zachatronics. That's their last game. All right, supposed last game. We'll see if they come back. But basically, it's your BBS computer. You download games. You play it like you're playing on a computer that you were gifted. You have a limit of how many games you can download a day. It's just like owning a computer. The one game I was playing is a dungeon game where you have... It's like Minesweeper, but you're creating a dungeon. You're drawing the lines. And you have rules. So, like, if there's an enemy, the rule for the enemy is that the enemy has to have three walls around them and then an opening. It's tough. It's tough. It just sounds like a more slight, slightly more exciting version of PC Builder Simulator. So I've heard 
the the monster minesweeper game i've heard of the comparison to minesweeper but i think it's more closer to sudoku because it gives you numbers on the sides like hey in this line this is the amount of walls that can be on this line and you have it down and you have it across so it's it kind of reminds me of sudoku 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 it's one of those words that gets me off it's one of those words that trips me up uh and then been playing a lot of among us um, a lot of fun, a lot of the Among Us, a lot of the Fortnite, you know, the usual stuff you hear from me. Not so much on the Iron Harvest, taking a break for right now. Do have an interview with a buddy that works for uh, King Art Games that I want to do here in the next few weeks. Otherwise, just got to work on some writing stuff. Bit, got a bit of the writer's block, but, you know, it'll go away eventually. Uh, uh, you- I played a little Fortnite recently. It was okay. I do like the no-build I wish they had competitive no build. They don't. I'm sure they'll like do it like from time to time. Eh, maybe because I remember reading some article that Ninja doesn't think that's a good idea because it's going to, uh, I guess separate the, the player base. What? Yeah. What Ninja wouldn't be good without building? Who would have known? No, oh. it's not that. It's, Sweaty boy needs whole... needs to sweat that's to win. Whole... <laughs> he can't rely on his aiming skills, so he has to build, outbuild while his buddies shoot? No. We were going to talk some Thor, but Jake hasn't seen Thor, so we don't want to spoil yeah, it. Yeah, don't talk about it. So, are you guys ready to talk some 2011? Let's do it. 2011. Q1. All right, so first up here we have January 25th, Dead Space 2. Um, for those wondering, yes, this is the Dead Space that your mom would not like. This was... This was a game with a very clever marketing. Hey, your mom won't like Dead Space. And they had like people's moms playing it. Um, we talked about the first Dead Space on a previous episode of the show. Uh, third person, over-the-shoulder survival horror. Uh, on a spaceship with aliens that kind of look like uh, a mix of um, the things from Hellraiser. The Xenobites from Hellraiser and then the aliens from Alien. Uh, I think this this is the point where it got more action-based, wasn't it? Yeah, so uh, this takes place after the first one. It's been a few years. Uh, Isaac did escape, but people think he's crazy because obviously he destroyed all the evidence that was there from the first one. So like, it's kind of like, well, shit, what happened? They just assume he's crazy. They lock him up. And while they're at it, they're like, hey, that looks like a cool monolith. Let's bring it back with us. And basically, rinse and repeat. But this time, not just on a spaceship, but on a space colony. One of these space colonies going to learn not to mess with monoliths. Oh, never. Now, now, with this one, isn't this the one where, like, now he's kind of like, oh, I have to take them home or something like that? Uh, well, this is, like, okay, so no, this is the one where uh, the religious cult uh, praises it, and they're trying to kill Isaac because they think Isaac's the bringer of death to their uh, to when, their religion, to the necromorphs. When, it, when in reality, it's the aliens that are killing them. Yes. Now, this is, but this is also the one where you get a needle in the eye and that's a yes. playable moment. And I, if it pops up, I'm not going to look, I'm going to look no, away. Yeah. I believe I purposely avoided it with this video. Uh, even though it's probably one of the most memorable moments of this game. Um, yeah, no, it's this one just definitely brought a lot more action. A lot. It is still scary. It still had the horror element in it, but this did bring a little more action to the series. Uh, third one is where you little, pretty much lost almost a majority of your horror. And it went almost like straight. It's like almost like it did the Resident Evil Five 
where it was almost more action than horror, and it's kind of like, why? Only thing I remember about three is there was like some guitar music. I was like, yeah, we're killing aliens, kicking ass. I, I just remember the ending going, we're going to stop it at this? This is where we stop it? This is where you guys are edging me right now. Why are we stopping? <laughs> why do we stop here? Like, it's a, it's such a cliffhanger, and the fact that they're remaking it, the series, it's like, well, don't get me wrong, which I'm a big fan of it because it looks good, what we've seen. Mm. But I want to know what happens. I, I'm tired of being tickled around and going, well, because our, our sequels suck so bad, we couldn't keep the formula going. We're just going to redo it. Hey, at this point, companies with EA were still making games, so I give it That's credit. True. That's true. No, this one's still good. Um, yeah. Uh, it just like it continues the story. There's a lot more uh, variation of enemies. and Death variations, too, right? Oh, a bunch of different death variations, yeah. There were no spoilers in the... Like, if you put the titles of the levels next to each other on this one, there was nothing. Sorry, guys. No message Darn. No message for the gamers with a watchful eye. Sorry, you guys. But there was DLC. Oh, man. Story DLC. You're going to... I'm closing that out. Don't make me sad. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen anymore. Like, no. okay, so... I, I mean, the Cuphead DLC, but nothing else. Nothing else. Uh, up next, February 22nd, Bulletstorm from People Can Fly. This was... And Epic Games. Ep- yes, uh, Epic Games, uh, I guess they they had a hand in this. Yeah, they let's, dabbled with it, but people could fire them be real. Let's be real about this game. The game was eh. It was a quick play. The only reason people got it was for that demo. Oh, yeah, so it had a, it had a disc that gave you access to the beta for Gears of War 3 which was a lot of fun. Uh, You know what, Jake, I think you're sleeping on this game. I think this game was ahead of its time because, because I think this was the precursor for Doom 2016. Mm -hmm. Like people saw how fast, like this is fast, like you're racking up score, you're racking up combos, you're moving. This guy's not doing a very good job. I think this is his first time ever playing the game. Is this Deluxe 345? Deluxe back on the stream. Welcome back, Deluxe. I'd, and unfortunately, there's a lot of videos that I look up for like just original gameplay, and either they're really shitty or it was deluxe. I'm like, no, we're gonna have to throw in deluxe a couple of times because he does he has great videos. He doesn't comment. They're in great quality as far as for that year. It looks. I mean, come on. <laughs> deluxe is playing that SEO comment. game. He's just like, you know what? If I play enough games, I'll end up on the search engine. Whatever. Fuck it. <laughs> How many subs does he have? <laughs> we'll we'll look it up after the show. But yeah, I oh, think I'm this. I think if you look at this, if you look at this game, it, there's speed. You're pulling together combos. You're switching weapons on the fly. It led a lot. That sounds a lot like Doom 2016 to me. I mean, it just did a lot of things different too. You had the cool whip with the different abilities. Uh, enemy variation was really great. I mean, it, it, yes, it's not a game that everybody remembers. Well, let's not forget, here in a few years, they actually released the HD version that had uh, uh, Duke Nukem. I forgot Surprise Duke Nukem was in that. I'm kind of annoyed yeah. with that now. <laughs> and it was like completely different. It was like Duke Nukem talking. He'd be like confused because they'll be talking to the main character. I can't remember his name in this one. It's uh... It doesn't matter. He's an action anyway, hero. I think it's Grayson. Anyway, and he'd be like, Grayson, he'd be like, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> okay, <laughs> Just, okay, it's, it's stupidly okay, you've funny. Won me, you've won me back. For those who for those who aren't watching the video, this is a first person shooter. It's a combo chainer. Just think Doom 2016. If you if you've been playing Neon White, it's kind of it's kind of fast like that, but it's more it's more action heavy. More dude, it's it's a dude bro shooter. It's a dude I bro. Say, 
I would say it's Duke Nukem meets Doom. Yeah, I, that's very fair. much so. Which do I think Duke Nukem's are like an homage, kind of an homage to <laughs> Doom, but yeah, it it was fine. It's fine. It's fine. Take a shot every time Nick says fine. They're yeah, gonna be drunk by the end of this uh, episode. So anything else to add to Bulletstorm, gentlemen? No, just give it. A, I mean, I'm not saying like it, it's a bad game. Give it definitely give it a try. But yeah, I would say the reason everybody pre-ordered it and bought it was for the beta, for sure. That Gears Three beta was good. They gave you the one map, or no, they gave you the two map, the two. football one and the one in the sand. No, I think they gave you the grocery store one too. Those Gears Three, those Gears Three yeah, maps were really favorite. great. Uh, I yeah, looked I'd say up it's the most memorable. <laughs> you say what, Jake? I looked Jake? them up. I looked up Deluxe. He's got. He's almost at hundred thousand subs. Oh, good for him. Deluxe, hey, if you ever want to collab, man, we're here for you. His, his description, no, hey, what's up, guys, intros, no annoying commentaries, no stupid selfie thumbnails, no bullshit, just game. <laughs> Deluxe. Deluxe is, my, Deluxe is my man. I'm going to DM this man. He's, he's my new favorite hero. This, we're dedicating this episode to Deluxe. <laughs> 145 million views. We'll put it in the in the uh, show notes for you guys so you can check them out. I'm dedicating this episode to Delu- Deluxe 345. We love you. All right, up next, March 8th, Dragon Age 2 from Infinity Ward. Uh, this is uh, this is your good old uh, you know this is your good old RPGs. Oh wait, I gotta hit play on the video. I'm out. Did you say Infinity Ward? Did I say Infinity Ward? I'm sorry. I meant Bioware. I meant Bioware. <laughs> you would be like, go oh, what? They didn't you do a Call of Duty this it. year? What's going on? I, my, my big brain dump. This is from Bioware. The people who brought you hits such as Star Wars, Knights of the Old Republic, and Mass Effect, and Jade Empire. Which, by the way, why haven't we gotten a revisitation of Jade Empire? I think uh, you can actually play that on your phone, too. I think, you, I think you're right. I think it was Xbox... One when One. it comes out. No, so, it's just Xbox. But didn't they have a? Well, so it was Xbox, but it, it was, was just it was just Xbox. Yeah. But then in they a have world in a world where Ghost of Tsushima is moving units, why can't you bring back Jade Empire? That why was can't such a you good game it? too. It's so good. The different fighting styles, all the side quest, the side characters are more interesting. Than some of the Mass Effect characters, not gonna lie. I mean, it was Mass Effect before Mass Effect with Mass Effect. This I mean, true. basically, it was Kotar, just not set in the Kotar, uh, the Star Wars world. So, and then Dragon Age. I I don't get these Dragon Age dorks. I played ten minutes of Inquisition, and I was like, this is okay. I'm gonna go play Witcher three. Oh, I enjoyed Origins more than I did Inquisition. I didn't really play enough Dragon Age two to be like, oh yeah, man, this like I'm joking around. This is the one I think was hyped the most of all of them. Yeah, like, I think this was the better one apparently. Well, and just lo- watching the, it looks great. It looks fine. Combat looks okay. Well, well, I say that, and he just he was struggling moving through that ice demon right there. But I mean, I don't know. I just I was never. I always felt like you were either a Dragon Age kid or you were an Oblivion kid. I feel like. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Or or, or Skyrim. I tried Dragon Age. I tried Dragon Age. It was eh. eh. Like, I didn't really find it. I found it like it was, like, old. Like, old gameplay. Old style. But the other other crazy thing about it was, this was at a time where, uh, because this, okay, so this comes out early 2011. uh, I almost said Infinity Ward again. BioWare puts out Mass Effect 2 in 2010. And then Mass Effect 3 is, what, 2013? And then they do 
they do Inquisition either 2014 or 2015. So, like, they were easily balancing these two series perfectly well. And then something after Mass Effect 3 and Inquisition, like, just... I think they, I think they had some departures of like some some executives and things went to shit. I don't know. I forget when they. I think the EA purchase was two thousand nine. So right after, right sometime after the first Mass Effect and the first Dragon Age, and like, but you still see like these are still fine. Like I'm sure these games were being worked on before the purchase, and then you start to see three fumble a little bit, and then Inquisition comes out, and I think Inquisition was fine and people loved it, and then. Bioware, what have you done for me lately since Inquisition? Because it's not a damn thing. Andromeda. Yeah, ugh, mm. gross. <laughs> yeah, I know. Again, I ask, Bioware, what have you done for me lately? I remember, I remember when Andromeda came out for the first time. I even made news, like, how awful the animation was, the graphics. Oh, so. the, eye, the eyeballs. The I remember eyeballs, yeah. I was living in North Carolina, and I remember being in... I was listening to a podcast. I was in the bathroom, and I just remember them... Sh- Shitting on Andromeda. I was like, man, someone, someone at Bioware is having a bad day right now. No, I would say this is the, the age where you know we're at least getting consistency because with this one as well as with the Mass Effect series, you were able to import all your decisions you did from the past one. That would kind of form the the background. So like like we're we're in the era of okay, Bioware, you're doing good. Just you stay at this pace, and you might actually you know be able to topple some of the bigger heavier hitters but yeah then you get to mass effect 3 and you see that all those decisions you made across the first two games really didn't mean a thing that didn't really change anything for you so you really started to see because that was their bread and butter that was their hey guys we're carrying decisions across the series this is our thing no one else is doing this right now and then you get to the end of it and you're like oh yeah no one's doing it neither neither are you guys well and i hope and i really do hope with four they fix it not talking about Andromeda. I'm talking about the one coming back out that's hinted that Shepard will be back and that we'll have uh, what's her name? Um, the Asari. Oh, um, I forget her name. But we're supposed to get them two back and it's going to be set in the future. So it's like, I, I'm hoping with all this they'll fix that. Like I said, the Bioware did such a good job to an extent. Like you know, There's enough content there that you can come up with your own theories, and the, it makes the game sound so much better. And I know there's one for Dragon Age, uh, for it's a whole tr- uh, trilogy. I don't know it exactly off the top of my head. I just know there is one that makes it sound really good and compelling. And it's the same thing in that aspect. They have this huge uh, theory, and it's like, oh, my God. You, ha- you have to give them credit where, yes, their endings may not stick with you, and it might leave a sour taste. But there's so much lore and content there. It makes you go, fuck. Is that what they're trying to do? I'm not giving them any credit until 4 comes out and blows our doors off. Everything shits. Everything shits. If 4 fails, I could see the next Dragon Age getting canned. And then Bioware getting canned. Well, at least one of their offices getting canned. I could see them downsizing drastically. It's just the EA cookbook, baby. I'm sorry. You're in the kitchen with the EA cookbook. Someone's getting shut down. I mean, look what I mean. Different, it's different companies or whatever. But God of War, it took them a while to come out with a fourth game, and it was amazing. So maybe they know their mistakes, and they'll make a good game. Jakey boy, I'm gonna call a timeout on the field. 
they were coming off of so they did God of War three and then they did a one off with God of, God of War Ascension terrible terrible great marketing though they had that one song by the one girl who sings lights uh, Ellie Goulding that's her name amazing song uh I don't think I don't think you're we're looking at the same situation here because what is that Sony Santa Monica that does God of War yeah they were they were fine they had one bad thing. Uh, Bioware has been nothing but bad since what 2013. It's been it's been it'll be ten years next year, ten years of bad. Like if you put together a greatest hits of Bioware, if you put together an album of games, you wouldn't put out anything from the last ten years. I'm just saying on the Mass Effect. So yeah, three was eh. I mean they had DLC to kind of fix it, whatever. But then they had Andromeda, which was you know a turd. Maybe they learned from that and they'll do better. It's but you know with EA pulling the strings, I don't think I don't think so. I, I would say like this: the two most cursed companies right now, and there's a reason for it, is EA and Ubisoft. Look what Ubisoft is doing Ubi. to themselves. NFTs. I mean, literally, not only have they shut themselves in both feet, but they are working up their legs right now. They are not going to be able to walk at the rate they're going. Aren't the kids in the NFTs, you guys? That's what the gamers want. They want the NFTs. Well, NFTs, you've got them removing content from Steam. I saw that. Uh, They're the- like, so you can't download your DLC for like, was it Assassin's Creed 3 and 4 and some other games? and Liberation, all the, yeah, basically a bunch of them, yeah. And like, they, they had a back check because so many people were complaining about it. They're like, oh, let's just clarify. You can you can play the games. It's the DLC and content you and multiplayer that you just won't put. You can't didn't, do anything. Didn't with anyone see like the backlash Sony was getting for trying to shut down the PlayStation Three storefront or the PlayStation mm-hmm. uh, PS Vita? Like, didn't they? Didn't anyone like see like, oh, they backtracked because people didn't like that? All right, well let's well, let's push these out. <laughs> well, Ubisoft saw it. And they're like, you pussies. Come, here. we'll do it. We'll do it right. Let's show you how to do it. Everyone Ubisoft is like, we're not have, in the news. We need to. They're need just to trying to have their off. own launcher, but they don't understand that Steam is the the go to launcher for everything. And I mean, I'm all about there being multiple launchers, but if you're shit, you're shit, and your launcher is not going to last. Up next, March fifteenth, yeah. uh, Homefront. Homefront. <laughs> good one. Josh, who who did Homefront? I'm forgetting. Uh, it's Chaos Studios. K A O S. So I'm gonna K-A. I'm gonna nominate Homefront. For a special award that you maybe maybe see have seen once or twice over the last ten years, I'm gonna give it the Mirror's Edge Award. And you're like, Nick, Nick, what's the Mirror's Edge Award? The Mirror's Edge Award is so. For those who don't know, Mirror's Edge is a great first-person like parkour game published by EA. I forget who developed it. I think it might have been Dice or somebody. And that was a game where people were like, this is great. We want a sequel. And EA's like, oh, we don't know if you want a sequel. <laughs> really and they're like we want a sequel and he's like are you sure like, yeah we want a sequel and he's like okay we'll do a sequel and they did a sequel and nobody fucking bought it <laughs> that's what happened with homefront <laughs> homefront people wanted a sequel yeah this is great we want a sequel for those who don't know homefront's a first person military shooter uh i think isn't it russia or north korea you're fighting uh it is the united uh korean uh fuck what's it called it's something made up. So yeah. this is a great game. People are like, oh, we love this. Like, make us another one. And this, the company is like, are you sure? Like, yes, we want another one. And the company's like, guys, come on. Are you sure? And they're like, yes, come on. You guys are great. Do it again. So they did it again. It sucked. But either way, nobody bought it. <laughs> yeah. So the first one was fantastic. Time out. Was, was, that a full throt- was that a full throttle machine that man just walked by? 
like a I'm full throttle, sure like the energy yeah. drink. <laughs> pretty sure it was. So the campaign was great. The multiplayer was great. Like it was like they like for at the time of you were known to either have a really great campaign or a really great multiplayer. They did great on both. It was fantastic. Enemy variation, uh, storyline was great. Multiplayer, there's a ton of DLC. It was, I mean, overall, like it was a, such a fantastic game. And then the sequel came out and just shat all over it. The yeah, the sequel was awful. Like I'm looking at this. We're watching the video right now. The level design looks great. They're in. Uh, they're in a gas station. Uh, there's military equipment everywhere. A car just pulled up. The f- like the firing seems realistic. It doesn't seem like cartoony, kind of like how Call of Duty gets every once in a while. Uh, it does have that. It does have that annoying thing from shooters in the t- of the time where you heal just by hiding, which I do all the time. You know, I stab myself and then I I, I slither away into the corner and I'm like, oh, oh the the screen needs to stop being red and I can get I up. Call- I call it the Call of Duty effect, where you play on the hardest mode and just lay in a corner and hope to God a grenade doesn't get tossed at you. Was Call of, Was Call of Duty always um, self rejuvenating health, or did that no, not start? No, there was until... times med packs. I think it was like around Call of Duty Modern Warfare is when they started introducing that. Because uh, yeah. Halo was the the shooter that modernized that, right? They modernized yeah. it, but as far as like introducing like a truly like every shooter, you sit in a corner and wait until your red disappears. It's probably more Call of Duty, but Halo is the one that like because it had the, you right. had the shields, yeah, and then so like yeah, Microsoft games were like the forefront of that because Halo boop 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 boop, and then yeah, Gears, I... and then Gears of War brought it, uh, kept doing it in two thousand six, and they that's been their thing. Did wait yeah. did did Judgment try to do a health thing health packs? I feel like Judgment tried to do health packs. Gears we of War Judgment. Judgment. We don't talk about Judgment. I feel I like might, I think you might be right. I think Gears Judgment like they're like we're gonna get experimental. You guys like health packs? Well, they're the reason why they're the stepchild of the series. <laughs> you guys like health packs? You guys want a sexy health pack? I have nothing else to say about Homefront. Anyone got anything to say? Jake's got a migraine. We're moving on. No more. We don't talk about judgment here. This is a no judgment zone. All right, this has been a very shooter heavy episode. I've got one more shooter for you guys. March twenty second. Uh, Hide, hide your motherboards. We don't want to melt it. This is Crisis Two, boys and girls. I mean, this just the game just melts everything. Not just your motherboard. I mean, this is probably why your Discord crashes. Nick. For the for, so for those who don't know what Crisis is, Crisis yet another series published by EA, if I'm remembering correctly. Yes. And the first one was like a a like graphics juggernaut that like like people were like, oh my god! Like first one was what 2009. 2008 somewhere in that window uh, something like that yeah and it looked great and like looking at the sequel this also looks beautiful and i think don't people still try to clock their pcs out with the crisis with series crisis. yeah well crisis one particularly because that's the one that like so if your computer wasn't good enough people made fun of you for it especially if you could not run crisis at a decent rate people made fun of you for it. even to this day if you still cannot I mean, run it still if you're not computer... about I'm not talking about like HD. I'm talking about like the original. If your computer can't handle the original, you might as well just get out and not be a PC gamer. So wait, um, Josh, can my computer run the first Crisis? Oh yeah. Okay. I thought I was going to be laughed out at Computer Club next time. You're still shit. You're still shit. I believe originally you can run yours almost at the highest settings. I'd have to see what your specs are. Mine can surely do it, and I think Jake's can. Could I have done it on the laptop? No, hell no. Oh, I, mean, I think you you be you would have been able to run it, but it would not have been good graphics. Like it had been like at the time, fantastic graphics. Nowadays, you're fucking shit. So I, I kinda lump Crisis in the same category with um 
Ah, uh, what's the what's the series that Ubisoft does with the islands? Far Cry. Because wasn't the yeah. first wasn't the first Far Cry like a graphics juggernaut, and then like the rest of this, it's just kind of teetered off since then. The time it was, but you don't see people going back. Going, let's see if you can play Far Cry. Let's no, play Far Cry yeah, One. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's like let's go to Crisis. Yeah. So when, <laughs> when I think of Crisis, I just think of Crisis Three. And that song, that commercial, that would play every damn day. What was it? Was called, um, you should look uh, up the song, Jake. Look it up while we're talking about this. The, uh, so Crisis 2, did they add the crossbow or the no, bow? No, three. Three added three the bow. Sharp yeah, Dress so. Man. Sharp Dress Man. Everybody a sharp dress man. That's enough. That was the song for Crisis 3. I, You know what? Now that you mention it, I do remember that getting... Hella airplay yeah. Yeah. and being on all a something. Sassle, well, it is crazy. Okay, so enough talking about the ads and stuff. Okay, so everybody's probably, everybody's probably wondering right now, like, okay, what's the difference? Okay, you guys talk, talk about graphics, talk about your ads. What what makes this difference from uh, the first one? Yeah, what makes the it different? Because I'm not seeing it. So the first one, you're on an island, and it starts off with, like, you're going, I forget, it's maybe, like, the Koreans or Filipinos or something. I can't remember exactly off the top of my head. But they're, like, you're basically going in, and you're, like, your mission is, like, to find something and to stop the military. And then you find out that, oh, shit, there's aliens. Aliens have started their invasion of Earth, and this is set in New York City? This one is? Yeah, this one's set in New York City. Jesus, what a fucking turn. Yeah, 2023, the... actually. Oh, man, so, we're oh, getting there. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, essentially you wake up to this having this weird arm like uh, suit on. You don't know how you got it on. You find out that the character from the first one, uh, Prophet, uh, was basically dying. And he rather than like giving up the suit for the alien to win, he basically gives it to you. And he's like, you have my, my abilities. You have my memories. Win this war. Go forth. And essentially you're going in. They're, uh, you got the military trying to capture you because they want the, your suit. And then you have them fighting aliens. So there's in between of fighting humans, fighting aliens, and there's a decent plot to it. But you got cool abilities. You can camouflage yourself, super strength, super defense, super uh, speed. Uh, you're able to use your visor to pinpoint enemy locations, stealth, and all that. It's it's when you play it normally, it's a lot of action fun. When you play it on the hardest difficulty, I promise you that camouflage is going to be your best friend. It's a shooter, baby. It's a shooter. <laughs> it's a shooter. Ammo is scarce. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, I've never been great. Uh, I don't know. I've fallen off of shooters. I just kind of feel like I don't need to shoot anything. There's enough, sh- <laughs> there's enough shooting in the world. I don't, need to, I don't need to add to it. Fortnite. Fortnite. Oh, you know what? You know what? Jake, <laughs> with that attitude, get off this podcast. You guys ready for some news? Yeah, let's do it. All right, let's do some news. Read all about it. Latest football scores. Morning paper. Morning star. Paper mister. It's time for old news. All right, here we, we need go. Some, like, we need some like crazy news. Like, Jake, like, we, we have crazy news. Have you not listened to the podcast? I have a crazy news thing, you asshole. He, he never pays attention, Nick. We both know Jake, that. Jake, do us a favor. Go listen to a fucking episode. Where's my merch? <laughs> we want merch, damn it. Uh, Where's okay. my pay? There, there, were, there was never an agreement on pay, Jake. You know damn well. 
All right. January 6th to the 9th, International House of Pancakes. No, International Consumer Electronics Show 2011 held in Vegas. Josh, was there any cool doohickeys? I feel like this was the year of the fold, like the, the roll it up TV, but maybe I'm a few not, years off. It was not, but you're close to what the big deal was there that year. Are they, was it a folded TV? No. You're, I mean, you're in the right realm of uh, the area. It's not 3D TVs, is it? I feel it like. is. Oh, it God. Is the, this is when like all the major companies started to show like their stuff. Like They had the Mitsubishi 92-inch uh, 3D TV. Uh, Toshiba with their uh, free 4K 3D TV prototype glasses. Um, Wasn't this also, when Avatar came out? Avatar 2009, so they needed like the next, so like 2000, December 2009, so then they needed the next year to like put their shit together, and then 2011, beginning of 2011, they're like, look at our TVs. I'm excited about the new Avatar. I think it's going to be great, because James Cameron and the number two, and also James Cameron and movies with water tend to do great and be great. I'm not excited about it bringing up 3D in the conversation again. So... This is also the year where they brought in a lot of the 4G phones. So you had like the Samsung Infused 4G, the HTC Thunderbolt, uh, the Sony Ericsson Xperia Arc, Motorola Click 2, the Motorola Droid Bionic. I still don't trust 4G <laughs> towers. I still think that they give you butt cancer. Well, I mean, they do give you cancer. For, for those who don't know if I'm joking or not, please, I'm joking. I don't believe that the, the number G'd towers do anything to you. I was going to say, I can't imagine if 4G gave you butt cancer, what does 5G give you? <laughs> Five, 5G takes it away. <laughs> it's like Madden. Like Madden 2004 gave you cone vision. Madden 2005 took it away. <laughs> uh, February 26th, Nintendo 3DS makes newest handheld console releases in Japan. This wasn't the new 3DS, was it? This, the new 3DS was still a few years off. No, oh, this is the... Oh, this is the new one, yeah. This is the new 3DS. Ernie, come on, man. Um, yeah, I had I had the new 3DS for a little bit there. Um, <laughs> cats, man, they're great. Uh, moving on, March 11th, as a result of 2011 Tohaku earthquake, certain video games releases were canceled or postponed. Additionally, several servers used for internet gaming were shut down temporarily. I remember, like this, yeah, this earthquake, and wasn't there a tsunami? There was a tsunami along with it, I believe. That, those were scary times. Those were scary as hell. Were there any any shutdowns that were specific, Josh? Not really. It was kind of like a hodgepodge of just about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, since a lot of uh, a lot of uh, the big major companies use a lot of uh, outside resources in Japan, so it shut down a lot of things. I think actually because of it, Nintendo didn't release 3DS to the states and to the UK as quickly as it should. And that's why you see. Uh, later release date for it had to postpone it and all that yeah yeah because it was supposed to be about the same time as like it, like obviously there's gonna be some time difference it was, it was gonna be closer to the february date because you'll see later on actually the next event march 25th to the 31st you see the 3ds release in america europe and australia mm. they said that originally it didn't impact the numbers but it was kind of like once they had sold out they really didn't have like the resources or time to manufacture more. So it was actually that time where it was kind of hard to find the 3DS. Which is crazy to think about because that thing sold like gangbusters. So you're like, wait, people had a hard time finding it? Yeah, like not as bad as it has been recently, like with the PS5 or mm-hmm. the Xbox Series X and S. But it was still enough that, you know, you could tell. But people also weren't complaining because they knew like, hey, 
people a lot of people died and there was a lot of injuries and infrastructure uh issues after the tsunami and earthquake so it was a little more lenient about it sorry i'm trying to block a cat from getting back up here uh march finally march 25th through the 31st nintendo releases in america europe and australia they kind of kind of you already alluded to that well that's why i moved on to the next event but it was kind of alluded to that because of that so gotcha so that is the news we have a meme of the week jake what time is it me time did it just like completely skip out this time? Jake, what time is Probably. it? Probably. Oh, 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 he said it and it just. He oh, said it just couldn't hear because it went straight to it the. It didn't carry over. Yeah. All right, Jake, go ahead and explain. Go ahead and tell us what the meme is while uh, I try to fight the memes, cat. memes, memes, memes. Yeah, fight the cat. Well, uh, fix well, fight of the cat. Go ahead, Jake. <laughs> I have two memes, but I'm not sure if you want to do the other one. I only, I only did but the one. Okay, finally, I have a computer that plays Crisis 2, but I have two kids and no time to play it. Because back in the day, it was hard to play Crisis 2 because everyone was cheap. <laughs> Great I mean, meme, Everybody Jake. still is cheap. Great meme. I'm holding the mic up because the cat knocked over the mic stand. Um, the cat doesn't want this to happen. Cat's like, the podcast is canceled. All right, we're going we to take a quick fiber so I can fix this. But when we come back, we're going to do a quiz that Josh made. And me, so me and Jake are going to take it. And whoever wins decides what game from this week jake is going to do a speed cap on next week games. yeah we'll be right back all right and we're back all right josh has made a quiz about 2011 jake and i are going to compete i think the best way is it multiple choice josh it is not it's going to be whoever guesses closer we're going to do prices right rules okay all right i like it how many questions we got you got five questions all right, let's just get started then. Let's go into it. Let's get right into it. Quiz time. All right. It's probably like one for each game. Pretty much, yeah. All right, number one. How much time is set in between Dead Space 1 and 2? Two years. Uh, like six months. Nick is the closest. It was three years. Son of a bitch. You pay attention, Nick. All right, Jake won Nick zero. Moving on. Number two, People Can Fly developed what game series before Bulletstorm? Fuck. Four? No, what? Just a series. What? I know this one's going to be a little more difficult to guess, but... I, 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 it's off the tip of my tongue. I can't think of it. I'll give you a hint. It's a popular drug. Type of drug. Crackdown. What? Type of drug. I, I don't know what it is, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say like haze or something. Uh, Painkiller. I'm going to give it to Nick just because Jake said crackdown. Like, hey, I said a drug. You said a game. That's you a, said I said crack. No, you said crackdown. I didn't you know you said painkiller. Yeah. Cool. The word crack is in crackdown. Whatever. I All love right, that I'm on. closer and the, the two things have nothing to do with each other, but I'll take the point. All right. Question number three. What special armor was unlocked from playing another EA game in Dragon Age 2? Oh, you got like Mass Effect armor in it. Jake? Adamant armor? Is that your final answer, Jake? Uh-huh. I'm going to give you a chance. Do we want to change that? No. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it to Nick because he's closer. 
You unlocked the dead space armor. Isaac Clark's particularly. Space baby. Meh. Nick, what you were thinking of was Mass Effect 2. You could unlock the Dragon Age armor. Mm. I just had it reversed. Okay. Yeah. Pretty close. Number four. Who makes up the Greater Korean Republic in Homefront? North Korea, South Korea, and probably somebody else. Central Korea. Technically, you both got it right to an extent, but I'm going to give it to Jake because he's closer. Technically, it's a unified North and South Korea. That's why I said North Korea, South Korea. They're unified. And you said and probably, the, but Jake said and, a Central Korea. So, annoyed. technicality, Jake's closer. I'm annoyed. So, we have a tied game. This is Question. the loosest fucking quiz that'll ever happen on this game show. <laughs> game show? This game Question. show. Question number five. Fucking Steve Harveying me over here. Name. You said what? <laughs> Name the alien race in the Crisis series. Oh, I can't do that. Uh, the Illuminati. Jake? What a, sh- what a shitty name. Um, Let's go with... Uh, so it's gonna be the closest one to it, and if we're doing it by letters, let's go with the Keen. Can you spell the first letter for me? K N E E D. The Kendi? Yes. And Nick, you said the Illuminati. The correct? Illuminati, baby. Same spelling? Same spelling. K E N D. I said Illuminati is like the traditional Illuminati. You know it, baby. Nick takes the cake. It's actually the sep. S- I'm sorry, C-E-P-H. With the C, it's bullshit. All what right, shitty Jake. game are you going to pick, Nick? What shitty game are you going to pick? <laughs> okay. So Unique challenge. I want you to do Bulletstorm, but it's got to be from the perspective of Duke Nukem. And you have to do it in a Duke Nukem voice. I don't have a Duke Nukem voice. You're asking so much. For so little. Well, I guess you better fucking work on that Duke Nukem voice for next no, week, there, buddy boy. No, that's not part of the deal. You only got to pick the game, you asshat. I'm a winner, baby. I get to pick no, your life. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. This podcast is over. Better work on that Duke Nukem voice, baby. Better watch a bunch of Duke Nukem Let's Plays. I'm not doing that shit. I'm here to kick ass and shoot. I see. I I can't do it. I will do a Duke Nukem voice if you do the Duke Nukem speed cap, Jake. Which one? You're, so, you're you're doing the bullet storm bullet storm game, but you're doing the Duke Nukem story of it. Well, it's it's the same story. It's, it's the same story. It's just Duke Nukem. Oh. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, "Who the like, hell is? Who the Jake, hell is?" Literally, okay, Jake. How about this? You're just doing the Duke, or not? You're just doing the bullet storm story, but we're gonna sprinkle in some of the uh, phrasing that they use for Duke Nukem. No, that's so not fair. That is so fair. Listen, you got five. You got five minutes on the clock, Jacob. Listen to me <laughs> right here, right now, on this podcast. You guys did not get any of this punishment for your speed caps. So how come, motherfucker? I I, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You weren't on this show. Shit. You weren't on this show when we were eating pickled beets. So I'm gonna have. To, I'm gonna have to have you back your shit up. Josh, you didn't know what StarCraft was. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Josh, that, I got the shit that made was, fun of That me, was right? really bad. That was really, really bad. The StarCraft folks are ashamed of you. They don't. They don't even listen. 
They don't even listen Shut to they Blizzard. Listen. They, they're no. here. They're here. They're here. Well, yeah, they don't listen anymore because you chased them away. But Jake, <laughs> just get ready for Bulletstorm in, in a week. And that's the show, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Again, thank you to Trident Network for embracing us and welcoming us into their family. Again, get us anywhere you get your podcast. Rate and review us. I am Nick. You can find me on Twitter at that Kaufman. You can find me on Twitch or YouTube at Nick Fat Knight. Not streaming too much right now, but do have some YouTube videos up that are doing numbers from Iron Harvest. Thank you to that crowd. Jake, where can the people find you? You can find me on Twitter at JakeyBoyKaufman, Twitch, and on YouTube at JakeyBoyKaufman. I haven't really done much lately. Like I said, starting a new job. I am working on some uh, videos at the moment uh, involving my dogs. That's cool. Dog Gaming content. and dogs, you know, best best combination ever. Um, I also have a tournament, a Brawlhalla tournament coming up, Summer's Champs, and I have a TFT league down in that is hosted by Air Force Gaming, so that's cool. Nice. And Josh, where can the people find you? You can find me at Twitter at I am Josh saying. I'm not even giving Twitch a chance because I'm burnt out of that. So Josh burnt out on Twitch. It only Already? took him a week. <laughs> you didn't do anything. Exactly. <laughs> I work in streamers that they have the fucking tenacity to keep doing that shit. Uh, kudos to them. Like, you do wait. have to. You have to keep coming. Like people think you just hop on and play games, but you have to have the conversations oh. ready. You have to have like some ideas of where you want, what you want to do with things. It's yeah. It it hats <laughs> off to of the work. people who can do that week in and week out because it's tough. J- Josh, how often do you play games? Every other day, just about. Just turn on your damn camera. I mean, the, but the day, the days of turning on your camera and just streaming and expecting to grow are long over. Those days are not. That's that is that may be, but from the numbers that I've seen Josh get from the few times he's been streaming, he's gonna do something. I, I do think there's a market for like a no camera, no commentary number of our people right now. I do think that because you start to see in SEO like those numbers are going up. Because people are like, ah, I don't want to do it. Like, hey, our friend from earlier. <laughs> people- oh, but but before we get to this. No talking, no bullshit. No credit cards, no bullshit. Um, but Joshua. Fuck, I was going to say. Josh. It's, it's Josh. It's Whatever. I'm saying. I'm saying here. I'm Josh saying. But if you do happen to just turn on your camera and start streaming, just make sure whoever you're playing with is appropriate. Well, great, that much I do now. Great end note there, Jake. Really brought it home. Yes. Everybody, join us next week when we do Q2 for 2011, and Jake does a speed run for Bulletstorm slash Duke Nukem. I'm not doing that. <laughs> this has been Smashing Game Time. We hope you had a smashing great time. We will see you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye.